Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Plain. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Make It Plain. Joining us today, we're always happy to have with us from Color of Change. And, you know, Color of Change is... is they, they were very helpful in terms of mobilizing people to get this vote in the Judiciary Committee, um, mobilizing people to contact their members of Congress. We're appreciative of that. They're so vocal in so many things. But we want to talk today particularly about police violence. The defense has rested in the Derek Chauvin trial. But anyway, let me let me just get right to the point and bring our guest on, because I know we want to definitely hear from her. She's the vice president and chief of campaigns for color of change our dear sister arisha hatch hey how are you i'm good i'm as good as i can be thank you for having you me be, and i know you're keeping busy yes yes li- is that is that billy holiday behind you it is it is did you did you like the movie andre day did you enjoy that i did it was, I did. It was good yeah it I was did. good and she i think she really did a good job channeling her too Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought she did great. So so I'll ask you in general, then we'll get to some specifics. Uh, your take on on the trial and and where it's headed, and are you? I'm I'm scared because mm-hmm. we've seen this movie before, Arisha. I am afraid that this might be another officer that gets off on a technicality. But what am I being too pessimistic? What do you think? Um, I I mean I I don't know if you're being too pessimistic. Uh. You know, it would be a big deal for there to be a conviction. We've seen so few convictions of police officers in this country. Um, and so to that extent, it's um, uh, still making history in a way. I think there is better positioning there are better conditions for this trial. Having an attorney general um, in the state like Keith Ellison, who we know sort of adheres our values 
It feels like um, they put on, uh, you know, a, a competent prosecution. Um, you know, I was infuriated by the defense and the things that they're trying to work up. And obviously, we have no idea who the jurors are or, you know, how they're receiving this from the, their end. But, um, uh, you know, we're just in uh, not only this trial, um, this trial matters, but like what's happening right down the street matters, what's happening across the country in terms of this conversation about policing and safety. Um, uh, you know, we're back, we're back here. Again. Yeah. Um, it, it has, has anything stood out to you in the trial um, that you think it is, is going to be helpful in getting a convention conviction? I think the, the, uh, I think the prosecution has done a pretty decent job. Don't you? Yeah, I think they did a decent job of putting up a combination of witnesses, those that really knew George um, Floyd and could paint some human, um, uh, give a human picture because, you know, this nine minute video has become so famous right. um, in terms of the way that people think of him and see him. I thought the bystander witnesses early on um, in the prosecution's case were just so compelling and it took such great courage to put themselves out in public under scrutiny. And I, I thought so many of them were just uh, so brave um, to show up in that way. And yet we saw the defense try to blame them. Yeah. And so I thought there was lots of medical testimony. The defendant deciding not to get on the stand, I think is a big deal. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They tried, the defense tried every way they could to make it seem like it was something else that caused George Floyd's death. The alleged drugs the alleged heart condition. But the defense was able to put on witness after witness, medical witness after me medical witness to to show that it, in fact, was was none of those things. It was death by asphy asphyxiation because the knee was on his neck. A and then we see, I mean, it, it's 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 something that just miles away. The same thing happens with Dante Wright. What do you think about that case? And and Potter, the officer, how can you not tell which is your taser versus which is your gun, Arisha? Well, I personally never held a taser or a gun, but people that have seem to suggest that you should be able to tell the difference. This was obviously a police officer who's had years and years and decades of training. Um, so there's no excuse for that. Um, but I think for me, once again, in the same way as I watched the video of the police officers approach George Floyd, um, in May of last year, I asked the same question, why are taxpaying dollars going towards paying people to stop people for not having a license plate registered or up to date? Like, why, why are we spending our money doing this when we know that it escalates into situations like this? And so I think it's deeply, deeply tragic. Um, it is... For me, a reminder and a signal that, you know, this trial isn't going to be the end. No matter the outcome, it's not going to be the end um, of this conversation and fight. I, I feel so sad for that community um, and also so proud that they are, like, keeping the story alive as they continue to protest. But I, it's hard to watch this over and over and over again. You all tweeted. That, so the, the city, Brooklyn Center, spends nine million dollars on police each year and is i think they only have what like under 50 police officers 
Mm-hmm. What's what's $9 million worth? Who knows? We heard during the trial that uh, they spent $8.5 million training police officers that uh, eventually killed George Floyd. I, I don't know what that money, that money can't be being spent towards great things. It seems to be being spent towards lots and lots of equipment right. that needed right. communities and to basically pay people to do stuff that they shouldn't be doing to collect more revenue for the city. More MIP after this message. That money going toward toys and and Arisha, black people pay some of that money because we're taxpayers. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing I've always said, here we are, t- our taxpayer dollars support police departments that kill us. And, you know, and I know people, people all feel all types of different ways about defund and abolish. But think about this. We pay police to kill some of us. And then we also pay them not to provide services in our community. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know people for well, we you know we need the police. When you think about it, when when African Americans call for police service or investigation or report a crime, a lot of times nothing happens at all. They don't even try to address the needs in our community. So so they have our money to do nothing to protect us and in many instances actually kill and harm us, Arisha. I think any local community, any black community that is wants to revisit the ways in which their budgets are set to build healthy, safe communities. You know, I think the evidence is there to suggest that what we're doing right now, the way that we're investing right now doesn't work, that more more investment in police departments will not work. Um, And so it's time for people to begin looking for alternative solutions. So talk to us about that. What what might those be? And and what does police accountability look like going forward? Um, I, mean, I, I know that, that you all are, are in those conversations and mobilizing people. What, what, what are you coming up with? You know, I think there are different conversations in different communities happening. But for example, in Minneapolis, what set of folks are trying to do is to create a new Department of Public Safety. Mm-hmm. And this new charter amendment would strike the section in the city charter that requires to build, uh, to rely solely on police to uphold community safety. And so that might look like a lot of different things that the community decides. It might look like investing more in uh, mental health workers to respond um, in different situations. It might look like investing in a whole bunch of other things, cures for homelessness or the homelessness epidemic that's happening there. And so Right now, there are a set of people that are saying, like, this isn't working for us and we want something new. You all had also initiated a, a campaign to fire Kim Potter. So what did she do? Re- resign before she could get fired? Was it in, in the Dante Wright case? Was that what her intention was? Um, I mean, I think we're, you know, we're early in to really understanding what fully happened in this situation. But... Um, we know we saw a couple of things. We saw an immediate resignation and we saw a dash cam video being released very, very quickly. Just to give a sense, like that is not a normal thing to happen. You know, we've been watching this other video of the officer the who got pulled over in Virginia, right. held at some point. And, you know, that was video from December that we're just now seeing yeah. now. It is, you know, they are obviously responding very quickly I think in an effort to try to tamp down some of the energy. But I think what we're seeing is that time and time again, there is little excuse for these types of encounters to be happening in our community. 
no no question about it. And they're happening too far too frequently. As you mentioned, the, the lieutenant in Virginia, you've got Dante, you've got the Donovan Lynch situation, another new situation down in Virginia Beach. And, you know, it, it seems that there still is not enough happening to address this and changes. And I guess, too, Arisha, one of the challenges is police are governed locally. And so while there can be a lot of national outrage and people can tweet up a storm, it really boils down to people engaging their own local jurisdiction and holding that accountable right there on the ground, doesn't it? Right. We might be moving from, at the federal level, a resistance or opposition mentality, and folks are trying to move different pieces of legislation, trying to use the federal powers to stop enabling and continuing to normalize uh, the sort of behavior that we're seeing at the local, state, and level. But yes, all the power, most of the power, is in the hands of local and state governments when it comes to over-policing, over-incarceration of Black people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether that's building power with the local district attorney and the mayor and the city council, running local initiatives, those are the sorts of fights pushing back against an industry that is making billions of dollars off of Black suffering and Black pain. More MIP after this message. So how can people get involved in terms with color change in terms of dealing with this issue of police violence? Is there are there specific campaigns you all have going on right now that people can get involved in? Oh, there's so many campaigns that folks can get involved in. You can um, find us on at colorofchange.org. We've recently put out in the last few months a few uh, or what a great website called at the policeunionplaybook.org, which goes in detail um, and gives a lot of great information about how police unions show up. Um, we're seeing the role of police unions in this Dante Wright and the murder of Dante Wright, how they sort of show up in these spaces or in the Chauvin trial, how they show up in these places. Um, That's another place that folks can go and get a lot of information and and continue to take action. But more than anything, what we can do is to keep these stories and these instances of injustice alive. It's so hard. So often I've wanted to sort of turn off my TV or stop tweeting about it or talking about it. And yet we're still in a fight for our lives. Police unions. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole other thing. What do we do about that? How do we combat police unions and and nullify some of their power to manipulate? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the step that we're really looking at right now is beginning to educate people about how police unions have operated, how they've uh, worked to defend police officers, the so-called bad apples that they claim only exist in which they are uh, making huge investments in politicians and candidates um, to influence tough on crime policies, to influence um, the type of military equipment that come into our neighborhoods. But they are uh, one of the defenders of this approach to crime. And they we must begin to sort of push back against the ways in which they continue to enable our communities to be so overproduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, we invite you to go to Color Change, and there are a number of things there. I mean, we're talking about police today, but there are a a number of campaigns uh, that they're involved in. Uh, Of course, they played an instrumental role in in, uh, helping to get the Proud Boys uh, kicked off of uh, social media. Uh, uh, That's just one thing. Reminding the world uh, who's on trial. It's not George Floyd. They also 
are partnering in an effort, the Black Patients Guide to COVID-19 um, is also there, a campaign to eliminate uh, student debt, um, a campaign to break up big tech, too much control, too much monopoly there. So all of that is taking place at colorofchange.org. Color of Change has made the biggest difference in terms of online uh, activism, a difference uh, unlike any other movement and organization. And we're so grateful uh, for that. And as I said, they have also played an instrumental role in H.R. 40, the reparations bill. So we're appreciative of that as well. Arisha Hatch is the vice president and chief of campaigns at Color of Change. Arisha, as always, good to talk to you, sister. Thank you for having me. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. Keep up the great work. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.